Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, guys? Um, thank you for tuning in. This is part two of our um, of my testimony, and uh, this this second part is, is it introduces me and my wife. But we tried to do the take the first time, and my daughter was awake, and she was ridiculous. She, my daughter was walking. She was. <laughs> She was loud, so I was like, yo, let's just scratch it and uh, start. That's what my wife said, let's just scratch it. And then, like, I'll start it off. And then, um, we can start all over, basically. That's, that's, it. That's, that's what I told her. Um, But thank you guys for joining in. I'm just donating some things. Because the file is open. Oh, that's it. So right, I would just restart recording. Um, yes. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in and joining in. For those that want to hear the second part of this testimony, uh, appreciate it. God bless you guys. I hope you guys enjoying what was going on. And basically, this testimony really has to do with me and my wife, but because of the sake of my daughter being um, very active, um, it's not going to be as easy. But um, I wanted to um, to talk to you guys about. Um, I left off like why about going to Vegas, and I left some gaps and questions there. So let's go. So let's start with the gaps and the questions um, that people might have. And the gaps was that like, um, why did I join the army in the first place? <laughs> why did I join the army? Why did I? You know, like, how did I go from being youth pastor to join the military? Uh, a vice youth pastor, recent or like assistant youth pastor. Um, basically, at a point, I'll let my wife come in and explain her part. Um, there was a point where um, when we was in church, when I be right when I started dating my wife and my and. and God is my witness. I didn't want to be in a relationship before we started dating. I, I remember praying to God multiple times and telling God, like, God, I really do not want to be in a relationship because I want to focus on you. And I was sincerely, you know, majority of people would say, yeah, I want to be in a relationship. But I'm, for me, I was like, no, I want to focus on Christ. You know, I don't feel like a relationship is very important for me at the moment. And, um... I prayed about it because Christ, uh, Christ was my focus. God was my focus. And um, long story short, as once we, I guess a lot of problems started happening once we started dating. Because um, I guess in the church where I grew up in, um, they're very strict on how you should date. You shouldn't hold hands. You shouldn't be close with the person. You should do a lot of things. A lot of, you know, rules and stuff that, 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 um, unwritten rules. Unwritten rules, you know, that you shouldn't, because you fall into temptation and things like that. And, and I, I understood, I understood the point. But it became very, um, overwhelming. It got very stressful because, not because of that, but it was more so because, at a point when once we started dating, um, and I asked God for confirmation because I didn't really, like I said, I didn't want to date. But the moment I started liking her, I'm like, God, like this cannot be, you know. 
And so I will ask God for confirmation, and God answered each and every one of my confirmations. I kid you not, each and every one of them. And uh, one was like, I was mind you, I was driving the van, church van at this point, and I asked God, like God, like if this girl is meant to be it for me, like you'll um, allow her to ask me. She oh or not, I, I told him that she'll ask me to take her to church because. Um, driving the church van, you know, I had a responsibility to take people to church, and I was in, I was, I was visiting her church, which is the sister church of where the church that I went to, my mine's was the mother church, and um, basically, I asked, hey, do you want to? Uh, not that I asked, I, I told God, like God, she asked me that this is a sign, so. She later on, she asked me, right? I went to her church just to visit because they gave me a part. That's a part. And so I had the van to go back to, to Manhattan. And she asked me, hey, do you want to, um, she said, if I could take her home. And I was like, damn. Like, that, yep, that was a question that was missed. And then as soon as I got to her house, she asked me um, if I could take her to church afterwards because she's wanted to get changed and to get ready for the the, the, the service in the, the church that I went to. And because her service just ended. And mine started a little bit later. The way, the way I, where I went started a little bit later. And so I was like, all right. So, so I immediately, uh, God surprised me with that one. It was, it was interesting the way that happened, you know. But that happened, and then I eventually um, – yeah, and then there was another sign I asked God. I was like, God, if she asks me, if she wears the same color as I'm wearing, that that's a sign. And she wore green, and the, day, the same day I wore green. And there was so many more confirmation from God about my wife. And this is for uh, I'm 27 guys, but for those that are that are looking for their uh, spouse, I guess an advice that I can give you. Uh, I haven't been married long. We've been married since 2019. But an advice, December 2019, but an advice that I can give you was um, ask God first for confirmation. And if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. And then the second thing I'll say is that um, a relationship shouldn't be your main focus. Your main focus should be God. You know, for me, that's what was my main focus. And for my wife too, like she said that she, she you know, she'll she'll say herself, but she didn't want a relationship, right? And um, mind you, I haven't been back in church for that long. I, 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 it's been like it was like maybe a year and a half, a year and a half. No, I'm lying. You know, like about a year and a half when it really that wasn't a year and a half. It was it was. But yeah, no, actually, yeah, about a year and a half when that happened. Um, but yeah, so eventually, um, as soon as we started dating, um, I didn't know it was gonna be like this, but um, it, it, it caused a lot of issues in our relationship. Not in our relationship, well, in our relationship in a way, um, but also our um, testimony because. There was a, there was a, um, 
gossip. There was gossip about me and, and stuff like that. You know, it was gossip about who I am and my, you know, my testimony and things like that. Like, and that really hurt me, man, because I grew up in this church. I was born and raised, and um, well, once we started dating, that's when it really went downhill for us. And I was like, damn, God, like, if this, like, it, because after at a point, I, I did question God and I asked God, I was like, God, like, if you didn't want me to be with this person, I say, God, if you didn't want me to be with this person, then why are you letting, no, if you wanted me to be with this person, why are you letting all these things happen to, happen to me? Like, why is it happening to us? And that, it, it was a legitimate question because, like, yo, like, we went through a lot, man. It was a lot. And a lot of things had to do with spirit, you know, like, you have to be, you know, of course, taking care of your testimony, but be, be careful who, how, what you're doing and stuff like that. And um, she fell asleep. I told you she was tired. You should grab that. That's in the ground. Um, yo, you should have saw the first take. It was terrible. My daughter was, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And if, I hope my son stays asleep because if he wakes up, it's going to be even worse. Uh, let me scoot over. So I was just saying, this is Jennifer. It's my wife. I'll let her introduce herself. Go ahead, close the door. I don't introduce myself, but um, ready? Okay, I'll scoot over. Hey guys, and if you see this patch, is because I did it by accident, cutting my own hair. So don't make fun of me. All right, it was my bad. So you can um introduce yourself. Okay, so I'm Jennifer. Sierra, his wife. Um. Uh, yeah, it's Jennifer Sierra, my wife. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, um, I was just telling them, um, I guess I went through terms of how we got together and things like that. And I, and and where this the situation began from the, this is the second part of the testimony, but this includes us. Mm -hmm. And, um, we don't have to say too much details. We could just say briefly because uh, I want to do it in less than an hour. Um, what happened with how we, how it transpired. And basically what happened was that, um, and you can go off of what I'm saying. Um, once we started dating, a gossip went around about um, that I was sending her pictures and I was like, that is insane. And mind you, like, I'm a youth leader at this time, and I'm hearing, and, and, and I didn't hear this until afterwards, afterwards, you know. And I really, whoever is watching this and listening to this, even for the people that are from the church, I love you guys, and you guys know I love you, and this is nothing to you or to anybody. This is just a testimony. Testimonies have to be shared. You know what I'm saying? Um. So I appreciate you guys even, and I hope you guys for forgive me if you feel like this is gonna make you feel uh, angry. So please don't let this be something personal for you guys. I love you guys, but at the end of the day, I do. So um, I yeah. So someone 
spread a rumor that we were, that sent her pictures. I'm like, what? And I'm a, <laughs> I'm a youth leader at this time, and this it was, it caught me off guard. Well, I, I learned this afterwards, but I knew there was something stirring up. I knew there was gossip going around, and it would quickly escalate it to the point where we realized that it was going to affect our um, our life. And at a point, there was a I mean, she's an amazing woman, and I love her. She's a great woman. Um, but at this time, I had resentment because, and she knows it. We already spoke about this afterwards because um, she was your pastor or your, like, she was, she was in charge she of She was just, like, helping out. With the church. Because church. there was no one in charge of the the church at the time. Okay, so she was she was helping out with her church, but then she would go but she was originally from the mother church, our, my church. And um she told me something that really hurt me. Um and it was that she she pulled me to the side. It was there I remember it was a Sunday. I believe it was a Sunday and she said, Hey, whatever you're doing with her, uh, God sees you, this is and that and she said, You know your past and immediately for me, that was that hurt me a lot because for someone to to, to say like, in mind being youthfully that this I'm like, damn, I wasn't expecting to hit to get a to get hit with like a baseball bat or anything like that. But for someone to tell me like, yo, like, like you know your past, it really affected me because I just it hasn't even been a year. It hasn't even been two years, and I'm. Trying to get right with God, and this is a <laughs> and this 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 hit me, you know, it hit me like anybody else. It would affect them as well, and um, it affected me. It affected me a lot. It really made me um, question God and ask God like, why even have us together? Because she told us to break up. She told me, and she said that me and her should break up. Um. And we 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 almost did. It wasn't a lie. I, she, you know, she was, she 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 she, she could explain that part. But um, it became hard for me because not only was I a youth leader, but I was helping with um, the van, drive the church bus. Um, I was going to school full time. I was working full time, and I was. Um, um, youth leader at the time and I, and I felt like I was doing something else I just cannot remember at the moment but I was doing a lot of things at once and um, I remember it would be times I would get home at driving the van um, where I wasn't able to go to, to the services I was only able to drop the people off and wait outside the church because there was no parking and and and, and you know, I'll have, I'll have to wait in the van until the service ended and then drop people back off home. I know it being like 1 or 2 in the morning, and then I had to go to work at 8 in the morning and things like that. So it was overwhelming. It got hard. Um, it got really, really, really difficult. So I'm at a point, and this is during the whole during this whole situation. Happened. I, I remember asking my pastor about um, getting help for the church van because it was too much for me. You know, at least I needed some type of leniency or some type of open um, path for me to drive 
you know, to have more space and have more free time because everything at this point was church, church, church. And then I didn't have time to myself. I, w- I was I was sleepy all the time and I was just I was drained. And she and she did. She tried her best. She did try her best. This is the truth. Um she went around and she asked um the pastor asked people, Hey, like if anyone wants to volunteer with the van or helping helping us and the truth is that no one raised their hand. This was during a service. She's it was on a Sunday. She's done this multiple times. She's asked people, Hey, can we get some help with the church van? And she said, can I get a volunteer? And no one wanted to volunteer. And so that really affected me and how I viewed people in the church because it was like, damn, like, you guys just, in my head, I'm like, damn, you guys just, here, do this, do this, do this. But then at the end of the day, I felt like, yo, like, you guys are just taking everything out of, you know, and then you guys just taking everything, and I'm, here draining myself but nobody wanted to help nobody wanted to volunteer and so all the weight of everything that was going on with me <laughs> really really pushed me to to leave in the church and and that was the devil's tactic is just to because he know i'm a the devil knows I'm, I'm, I'm a fighter so he said he was like yo like i'm not a quitter so he said like yo i'm gonna make him quit by overwhelming him with all these things and um that was that was how I left the church and didn't back not technically I didn't backslide. I just went somewhere else to another church. Um with my wife of course but um my bad that's I kinda spoke with you. But it, it it was it was it was it was like I got it under twenty minutes so is there something you want to add? You don't got to go to detail. I didn't do, to go into too much detail because, like, no, I know. Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure what what I can say or add on. Um, because. We're speaking about what happened that ended up. Yeah, why, why, why we left? Yeah, how we ended up in Vegas. Yeah, and this was around the time that because like I know (laughs) you mentioned about the engagement, Mm. but oh no, you did that during the last one, not this one. Yeah, that's where we left off. So you could say that, and then that really introduced why we left to another church, and then I why I joined the military. Okay. All right, yeah, so with all that was going on... Um, that was probably the last straw, I guess. Yeah. Um, with everything that was going on, basically, I wanted... I told him that when he, whenever the time came that he felt that he wanted to propose, that I definitely wanted to do it in private, not in public, in front of uh, the whole church, as they were accustomed to doing, just because of the fact that um, I wasn't as um one because i didn't grow up in that church and two when i switched over to the his church and when i was going even then i wasn't as close or extra over as most members would be and then um 
And then with everything that was happening, that made me even more um, private when it came to, you know, um, our lives and our dating. And when people would ask, you know, how's everything, blah, blah, blah. But I just wanted to keep things to us and to have that moment not ruined by by you know having to make it public and feeling awkward or uncomfortable so i told him when the time came that i wanted to have our engagement um personal and private with those in his family and my family and and close friends that really support us and are there for us and not you know surrounded by nosy people and just you know a toxic environment basically so he went to the pastor to you know, see what she thought of that and to let her know ahead of time. And she basically said, like, she was against it and that he was crazy for bringing up the idea. But we still ended up having the moment private to ourselves with family. And then... It was after. I told her afterwards. After we engaged. That's when I I told her. I thought that you called her like a few days before. Nah, it was after. Cause, remember you you engaged like um, Christmas, so but you we called did. Her. Yeah, no, I called her after we did it. Mm. Okay, so um, yeah, we did the whole engagement. It happened basically the day after Christmas, and then we compensated with basically um, doing it in church anyways. But it was just like you know to do as she wanted just to please her and get it over with. But, you know, we already had that to, that moment to ourselves um, and to cherish it and not have it, you know, tinged by um, everything that was going on and be, I guess, know. I guess what she was saying is that basically it was, it was a, because I don't want people to think, to take this wrong or look at the way you're saying it wrong but she basically said like it wasn't to please her it was it was it was because it was such it was a ritual almost like it was normal in the church yeah. so it wasn't to please her but it was to it was to, to to let the members know that yeah. hey like, we getting engaged in front of you guys you know what i'm saying so it wasn't for and and, and yes it, it, it that engagement and once i told her after we after i got engaged to her in private because I respected my wife's wishes was to get engage in private. Um, it did. She, I called her afterwards, and and she was not happy with me. And I took the heat, you know. I took the heat, and um, she said, "You guys." She said, she, "She's basically said you guys that we should have done it in, in person, oh, or in the church." And I, you know, it is what it is. Like so, eventually we did it in the church, um, but. It wasn't for her. It wasn't to please her. It was to please. It was because it, it was such a. It was like it was a ritual just in a the normalcy. church. It was normal. You know so what I'm saying? Every couple went through like, the same thing being proposed to in public. You know, the guy would go to the front, grab the microphone at the end of the service, and then, you know, call out to his soon to be bride. So that was something seemed so normal. So the fact that if we weren't to do it, you know, that's when it would be, it would throw her off. So, um, yeah, we just did it to, um, like, out of respect, because also, you know. Yeah, out of respect. We, we basically had her for so many years in our lives involved, and, and, and we respected her. So, you know, we just did it 
to, you know, might as well just do it in church afterwards. Once we had our own so, private personal so moment, of course. Technically, it was two engagements. One in person and mm-hmm. one personal and one in also, But that was also, you know, getting yelled at for that. I, I didn't think it was a big deal. But that also was the icing on the cake for me, and which is why I decided we decided to leave the church and we went to another church and during that time I really didn't feel like I was home in any I didn't have a home, you know. I felt homeless. <laughs> the truth. I felt homeless. Um and I didn't have any hatred for anyone, but it was like, yo, like in my head I, I remember asking God, I was like, God, like if you was meant to be together, like why um are you allowing all these things to happen? Like this is this is insane, you know. But that's the devil's tactic to to get you. But this is God's purpose, you know. Sometimes the reality is that the devil's tactic can be your testimony, so that God can use it to uplift others. Is the reality of it, you know? Because there's probably people that gone through worse than what we did, and it is it's okay, you know. It's okay, you know, because at the end of the day, it can be used as a testimony to uplift others and uplift God's name. You know, that's 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 the the truth and to the matter of it. And so, once we went to another church, um, I remember I was thinking about joining the military, and at this time, I was like, like, like dead, like spiritually dead. And and I and I, and I was like, yo, like, let's go to. It's during, like, I was, I told like, I was thinking about joining the military, and I went, and I was almost done with school, uh, right? It was, like, the last month. Mm-hmm. And I signed the papers and everything, and um, we decided to get uh, uh, married to the court in December of 2019. And so we did. We got married to the court, and... Um, but that was also your your like second option because remember you're waiting to see if you pass like the whole police oh academy. yeah yeah um i did check because yeah, that was it was a section not it was a section a yes. second option because i i went through the whole police academy and the nypd and i did not pass guys like i went through the whole thing and it was, the, the, it was a psychological part. test because they saw my background and they knew and i told them like you're like I got caught with marijuana. I just told him. Like, I was like, I got, even the Army knows this too, so it's not a secret. But I told him, I was like, I got caught with marijuana. And so because of that, they said, Yo, no, you're not fit to be a, you know, the, the psychological, I was like, she, she just thought I wasn't fit to be a, uh, uh, you know, a officer. But I, God never wanted me to be an officer at the end of the day because, like, I've been yeah. accepted to state trooper. I've been accepted here in Vegas for a tr- state trooper here as well. And I just never went through with it because I never felt, you know, it's like if you follow the spirit, if the, if, if the discernment, God's new, your discernment is going to, is going to allow you to go in the direction where God leads you. And that was, God closed that door on me. He said, this is not it. And so, um, um, so that was, so my second, my second option was just to join the military and I, it was easy to get it there, you know. <laughs> Easier to get into the military than it was to get into the NYPD. Mm-hmm. But um, when I got into it, um, y- you knew I knew if we if we was to get married, and then at the end of the day, we wanted to get married. We just we just didn't know when, 
we want to have a wedding and things like that, but I want to get ma- we want to we want to get married because I was gonna go to basic training and it was gonna be more income in my pocket. That's the truth. And but we but we knew we was gonna get married before then, you know. So um, we eventually got married in December twenty sixth, twenty nineteen, and at this time we were visiting another church and. Um, eventually, I think it was in January, we went to Vegas. No, we went in February. It was February? Um, the, like, the week of Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so we went to... Because it was, like, two, maybe a week and a half before you went to basic. Uh, it was close. Mm-hmm. So we went to, to, to Vegas, right? And, um, that's where we did our honeymoon at, because, you know, we got married through the course, and why... why I mean, it wasn't like an official honeymoon, but it was like, yo, like, it's... A little mini... Mini honeymoon, yeah. basically. Like, yo, like, ceremony, you know, like... But, um, after that, we, um... After we got... We went to Vegas, we... I put in an application, because, mind you, we was looking for homes in other states. We looked at... New Jersey, we looked in Connecticut, here in New York as well, and no luck, guys, no luck. Mm-hmm. And I remember we, I went through the housing, the housing, the, the lottery, the lottery, and it was like no, 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 until after we got it, after when we went to Vegas and we uh, put in the application, mm-hmm. and we got accepted. Um, when we got accepted into Vegas, uh, to 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 the, to this complex where we at right now. Um, um, they sent me a email about um, that we got accepted in in Brooklyn for like yeah. the lottery. I was like, "Damn! Like, not it's too late now." Like, yeah, and and even so, even if we wanted to, we saw that the requirements it was to make an amount of money that was just ridiculous. Like, that wasn't gonna happen at all. Yeah, it was it was it was difficult, but um. When we, so, we got accepted and everything, and then I had to leave for basic training, like you said, that next week or next two weeks. It was in February, I know I left for mm-hmm. basic. And um, and our lease was in March? Yeah, March 3rd. March. So, my wife didn't have that long to, to actually move. So, I went to basic training, and then my wife went to, and then in March, my wife actually moved ahead mm-hmm. without me, you know, uh, because I was already in basic training at the time. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. It was fun, though. It was fun, you know. I met a lot of good friends. A lot of you guys to this day, what's up? Um, but um, when we went to basic training, when I went to basic training and my wife ended up moving, now I'm gonna skip to that me basic training because it, it wasn't really anything that was mm-hmm. a part of this testimony that is gonna stand out was that when I arrived, when I arrived um, um, back from basic training, my wife had red hair, and I remember God showing me in my vision that I was going to meet up. My confirmation was going to be was that there was going to be a lady with red hair that I was going to meet up with. And I kind of knew that this was 
going to be my wife, but I didn't know who it was. I was like, I never met this person before. I knew that she was mad pretty. And, um, which she cheesing now. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, that was my, so once I saw her with the red hair, I think I told you, I was like, what the heck? Basically, she had the red hair, and I was surprised. That was just the reality. I was surprised. I was not expecting that at, at yeah, all. Yeah, well, first, I, because you saw it through letter, because remember, yeah, we were exchanging I, letters, so I had the option to also send pictures, so I took a selfie, and I sent him in a letter I thought I was separately. A I said, um, I did something to my hair, yada, yada, and then I sent a picture afterwards. And then, um, yeah, that was when he saw it. Um, Isn't the letter? Yeah. Oh shoot! Because then I, th- I, th- I said we it went was afterwards. When well, when guess. we were gonna meet up for the first time in New York, when he got out of basic, I had dyed it to black with my aunt's blonde, just because I guess we were gonna see family. So I guess you know, not to look too crazy, I like put it black with the aunt's blonde, not to overdo it. Yeah, but um, so in other words, she had red hair and she surprised me. So that's the if I mixed it up, I thought it was afterwards, but I guess it was when she sent me the letter. I yeah. I forgot about that. But I was surprised. I was not expecting red hair at all. And um, but that was God's confirmation, like, hey, like this is meant to be. This is the reality. This is the truth. You know, and that we were supposed to be in Vegas. Us too, you know, just us too. Um, huh? Yeah, I did. Um, that's the TV guys. So, um, afterwards, once, so we're in Vegas now, and um, and this is the truth: is that we came to Vegas for with the wrong reason no reason i mean it's, it, we did we came for the wrong reasons our reasons to come was like it was just to come but we i i knew deep down that god wanted me here to minister but i did not want to accept it because of all the things that happened to us to me mm-hmm. it's just like i didn't feel like you know like i do not want to minister anything right now like, i don't want to be a pastor i don't want to be doing anything like that so um we came for the wrong reason. We came, and maybe there's somebody right now and, you're in, and that's watching this that you are in a place where you arrived and you're you're there for the wrong reason. And God is saying, "Hey, look, I brought you here for the right reason, but you got to recognize, you know, just like me." <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat kind of. Um, but once. But being here, being in Vegas for the wrong reason, um, we ended up, we was going to church. We was going to church. We was going to a church, and it was a nice church. It was an amazing church. But every time I would step into the church and go to the church, I would always think, like, yo, like, I would always think, like, yo, like, like God wants me to be a pastor, but I'm here just being a member. <laughs> but it... Yeah, I really, I really did not want to do it. Um, and once we, once she got pregnant and uh, we was ready to have our son, 
He, his, his name is Grayson. I decided that um, we decided it was best to move back closer to the family. And in doing that, it was the wrong decision because God blessed us so much when we came. Like Even when not doing his will, he blessed us a lot. Like I had three mm-hmm. cars. Um, I had a second stream of income, and it, and it was it was good. But mm. you know when you go on your own understanding and not what on God wants you to have, it's like you make a rational decision. And God's try God tried to stop me from moving out of Vegas, but I decided like no, like like I want to do this anyways. Yeah. So we decided to move close to the family and um. That was that was a mistake because it really we, we ended up going from South Carolina then to New York, um, and in both locations we went to South Carolina for two months. We went to New York, and I'm not gonna go in detail with those, but because we are on, th- on 36 minutes, um, when the moment I decided to we decided to move, um, we really made a mistake because. We thought we was going to get help from our family. And and the reality is that not that our family couldn't help, but it was that everybody already had a busy life. Mm-hmm. Busy life already. It's like it's, it's it. God has to teach us we have to trust in him and not on on, on man, you know. Mm-hmm. Do not trust in man, which is why in, uh, I've read in, 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 in Psalms um, 60, I think it was 60, yeah. Psalm 60 in the last um, testimony because he said, do not trust in man. Do not trust in man. And we trusted in our family member and that's like God was saying like this, that was wrong. Why not trust that I'm going to take care of you? Yeah. You know? It was just, it was a lot of voices and then when the voices are from family members, so like all the time, you know, um, his parents would be like, oh, your place is over here. Because at first, right we we thought that head. we could be the first ones to Brandy move Warren. to, like, North Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> because when we had Grayson, his parents visited us there to see him. And then they were talking about moving there afterwards. And so we thought, okay, maybe this could actually work out. But then... Not so long after that, that's when we got to New York. And then it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So um, everyone was just busy doing their own thing, working a lot. And it's hard to to even see family members when you want to see them or like we have, both was working full time. have grandparents see, you know, their their grandchild and. It, it was just very rough to try and, and create a foundation for us as a family of three. And mm-hmm. not only that, but a short time afterwards, you know, that's when I found out I was pregnant again. And it wasn't planned, so it was even more stressful because it was like I had an interview um, afterwards from that, and I was already expecting, you know, to have morning sickness or all-day sickness again. So it was very chaotic, and then we were staying at his parents' place, and then you know we they didn't w- have a home. That that, that <clears throat> I think that was the yeah. really 
the smack to our head. Yeah. I was like, you want to make moves without trusting him. And, and, and God looked mm-hmm. here, Doma. And, and, and we then, were staying in people's houses. Yeah, and then it's just, it's it's a headache because we had to keep on transferring belongings from this place to a that place. And then, like, stay over his parents' place, bring over belongings. Um, we stay over at my mom's place, take over belongings, you know. So, and then, it's not only our things, it's baby stuff as well. So, we had so much extra baggage physically to keep on carrying every weekend when we would exchange places where to stay at. Yeah, because we would, like, take turns. Like, hey, yeah. you can stay in your mom this week, and I'll stay, we'll stay in our mom's yeah. And then, um, at one point, um, a lot of our stuff got wet. Because it was a flooding at his parents' Boy, place. Boy, that was the worst. And, um, yeah, I think that was one of, like, the breaking points for me. It's because we didn't have our own place. So, it wasn't like, oh, that could have been avoided. Or, you know, we, we didn't have anywhere else to go to. And I so did during, the projects. During that time, she didn't like we it. were looking at, um, no. up in the hood. No, I did not like it at pow, all. Pow, 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 shoot, shoot. Never, <laughs> never again. Um, during that time, we had looked at an apartment that one of his coworkers had, like, suggested, I guess, that one of our friends had available that was two bedrooms. So we saw it, and then we were in the process of waiting to see what the lady, you know, came back with. Worst decision. Always blessing at the same time. Because of that flooding that happened... I was just like, I hope she says yes, and then we say everything's good, let's go, because I was over it at that time. Oh, and we went back to the church at this time. Yeah, and then we were visiting, we were going like every Sunday, every every now and then, to because the once I, I had the all-day sickness, I was not going out and about. And we went back to my church, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, uh, long story short, we got accepted into that apartment, and that was like a I'm not even say the word, man. It's a dang devil, man. But it was <laughs> basically I had to get a lawyer because the lady, um, um, it was in her apartment. She didn't even own it. It's fraudulent. It was fraudulent. But I, I paid thirty six hundred dollars. I lost thirty six hundred dollars. But we stayed there for seven months. So in reality, it was like, uh, and then I saved. We saved our money. Yeah. But um. You lost thirty six hundred, but you, how much did you get back? You know what I'm saying. But in 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 this situation, um, kind of learned that I do not want to be a lawyer because lawyers are greedy. Damn, <laughs> they are greedy. Not all of them are bad, but like, ooh, it was it was a mess. Um, so eventually. It was a big problem with me and the landlord and whoever lived in that building. Cause it was like a family. It was a f- and and I had legal rights to stay there, but it was um, such a bad situation because it ended up boiling inside of me. And I I, I I told them I was a Christian and and I told them I'm praying for them and things like that. But they were letting themselves be used by the enemy, and I'm like, God, please, yo, like this is the worst. And so. Um, God had to allow for us to go through all of that to realize that, yo, like, this is not where he wants us to be at, right? The apartment, 
the job that I have over there in the, the, in the law for in the law firm. Like I was working in a law firm too, guys. At the same time, I said the apartment and working the law firm, and I left just in time mm-hmm. because uh, surprisingly, um, I think a few months later, um, they let go of everybody in my department, so I left in time. Was that no? I remember, because he had no. That was a few months after we left. Oh, you're saying afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, but you left because you I know, I, I, I left because of toxic. Your, That's it. It was just it was just toxic, <laughs> but it was like everything that was that I thought was. Everything that happened to us, like it it. It, it God had to allow for everything to happen the way that it happened for us to realize that w- where we need to be at. But in, we were still being stubborn. Even though we knew we had to go back to Vegas, we were still being stubborn. And so I got an opportunity to go to uh, Park City, Utah. And I'm thinking, Utah is cheap, right? And I'm like, yeah, let's go to Utah. It's probably affordable over there. Yo, I, mind you, I lived in Vegas, but I never thought, I never, like, stepped foot in Utah. And, um... So we packed our things and we 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 ended up we moved all the way to Park City, and they didn't have a apartment. They had like a uh, it was like housing from the city, and it was not it was terrible. It was terrible. My kids got sick from the mold and stuff like that from there. But you know the the job was nice. But in that moment, mind you, I was pretty close to. We was, we was a state away from Vegas, from 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 Nevada, and um, basically we we I got the job offer. My wife just gave birth, and it's like every time we my wife is giving birth, we move it, mm-hmm. give birth, move, give birth, move, give, and it's like I mean one of the two kids. Every time it was we moved. Every time she gave birth, we moved, and um. And we went back, and when we went to 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 here to 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 Utah, we went to Utah. Um, it was not a smart idea because, um, not that it wasn't a smart <coughs> idea, but got to open the door because the, what he was trying to do is allow us to go through all the things that we went through mm-hmm. to show us where we actually belong. So it was almost like we went full circle, and again, what there was a pattern <laughs> that every job we went to. Was toxic. Every well, I, the, every job that I went to was toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, the job I went to was toxic. The apartment I went to, toxic. When I was in Vegas, it was fine. And it's like this is a pattern that God was showing us. It's like yo, like you have to trust in me. You keep trusting in what you see and not trusting in in me. I am the I am. I am he, I am God, I am the almighty, trust in me. And those two apartments that we stayed in was just toxic, it was a problem. So when we, so eventually, this is where our testimony, we're, we're kind of close to where we are. It's going to be a little bit more than an hour, I know that for sure. But, um. Basically, me and my wife, te diste en la cabeza. She got in her head, babe. I told you. She, she like, 
Toma. Oh, the camera. Is it still blurry? No, 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 it's good. It looks a little bit blurry. You're gonna have to. Yeah. Okay, sorry. My daughter just kind of wrecked this place. She is. Dude, it happened again. Sister still have it? Yeah, but remember, it broke. She broke it? No, 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 the thing, like, the thing apart. Okay, we're gonna have to do it from here. I'm sorry, guys, this is inconvenient. You can, you can continue while I fix this on why, yeah, about, like, so going to marriage counseling and things like that. Okay, um, so... Yeah, moving twice, uh, fresh postpartum, uh, highly not recommended um, because each time um, it was very uh, physically hard for me, emotionally hard, and mentally hard because it's like we're here figuring out moving, big move. Um, not like, you know, a little drive to a move nearby is like a whole other state move and flying and at the same time having to take care of a newborn and feed it and figure out all the newborn, um, things that we got to figure out. Um, so it was very complicated and hard. So the second time when we moved to Park City, um, I was home all the time, and then um, being in a tight space uh, with a newborn and then uh, one-year-old, it was very complicated, and then um, we did make the best out of it, so we would go out and about every now and then, but then it came to a certain point where it felt almost like claustrophobic just because we had all our belongings in the space that was considered like our room because it was like a one bedroom that they gave to us and then sorry about that we ended up putting well i put the mattress at the living room because i told them you know basically might as so well it was a studio set it up like a studio basically basically we stayed in the so studio it can work for us and we can have our belongings and we don't have to put our belongings like in the storage which is what they ended up afterwards you know telling us like oh put your stuff in a storage because it's a lot of stuff but in reality it's not a lot of stuff if we were to have a full size apartment with closets. It was it was it was basically that um damn the camera went down a little bit. Alright. It was it was yeah, we was in the studio and it was just terrible. So like I said, both apartments didn't work out. And we had to go to marriage counseling. Yeah. I think that was the the biggest thing for us is that we had to go to marriage counseling to, because um, 
we were struggling a lot with mentally and with a newborn, new uh, daughter, you know, and then my son that was there. And it was, and ultimately, like, I was working a lot. And I didn't, We it was like, we was working. And, like, on Sunday, I was working on Sundays too. So I wasn't going to church at this time because I wasn't able to because my job required me to work on Sundays. On the weekends, it was but bad. Even so, there's no... Christian church in that Well, not, not that there's no Christian church. Is that all Mormon? It's yeah. I guess that's true. It was like it was. Yeah, and we were in Park City, so we're surrounded by ski resorts and all that. It, stuff. Was, it was it was yeah. We was in Park City, very rich, rich, rich area. It was area. snowing a lot, so going out with the newborn and it was, toddler with the snow was not gonna be. Yeah, uh, it was so. Shoot, my wife was stuck at home. A lot, and then I will be working. It was snowing a lot, and she was with a newborn. So yeah, I guess you, could, you guys can get the picture. And we wasn't going to church because I had to work, and it was just newborn. It was it was a lot of a lot a lot, but like like I said again, God had to allow us to go through each and everything that we had to go through for us to realize that we shouldn't be doing things about trusting in Him. And at that point. We got to a point where, like, our marriage, our marriage, it came hard, very, very hard, and and at a point, you know, I told God we went to counseling and 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 I prayed and I told God, I was like, God, like, like, what can we do? Like, I told God, like, like, like help me and I remember I was I, it was up to a point that I would be mad I'll be angry babe like nothing I told and I told you this I was like I was mad for months no way I was like re, I was like is angry for months and it's like I was angry knowing that I was angry you know what I'm saying it's different when you're angry momentarily and then it goes away. Are you angry for a day then it goes away but I was angry going to sleep angry waking up angry and I was just angry and I hated everything, and I asked, and I and I would pray about it, and I asked God, I was like God, like, like help me, like, you sleepy, why you wake up? <laughs> I asked God, I was like God, help me. I said, ask God to help me. Oh, sorry, God, I'm about to like turn this a little bit because I just realized that. Okay, there you go. Um, I asked God, I was like, God, like, please take this anger away from me and ha- fix our marriage. And every time I prayed about it and I asked him, and it's like, yo, like, it wouldn't, it, w- it wouldn't go away. It wouldn't. And God, and so I had a, so with the apartment situation, it, because it was owned by the state, I mean, by the city it it it, 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 it transitioned back to my job because my job was when they offered it um it affected my job and god has been was telling me i just was very ignorant to listening he said he said you have to let go of this job you're not seeking me you're not going you're not going to church you're never going on sundays you're you are everything is work right now you're you're not um i am not in first place so 
so God is telling me these things, but I wasn't listening. And the reason why, because I want to hold on to something that I had to let go. And I was holding on to the job. And I understood that I had to let go of the job. And so I put an application to move to Hurricane City, Utah. And um, we got accepted into that apartment. And then I told my wife, you know, like, you know, like I'm about to put my two weeks in. So I was still angry, still waking up, going to sleep angry. And I kid you not, the moment I put my two weeks in, guys, the moment. Oh, did I exit out? No, I didn't. Here we go. Yeah. I was saying the moment that I put my two weeks in, I realized that I all that weight, all that weight, sorry, um, all, all, everything that was, became overwhelming or became, like, that anger, bro, I kid you not, it just left. It left. I didn't feel angry anymore. I didn't. And it was, and but God had to show it to me and let me realize that, yo, like, you have to let this go. And and the moment I, I became obedient and let go of the job and just put my two weeks in, I felt free. I felt happy. And so now um, I moved to Hurricane. Now I don't got a job yet. <laughs> But I interviewed for a job, but I don't got a job yet. And I'm like, but my trust in, and we moved already. I don't, I said, I don't know how I'm going to afford this, but you know, it, we'll, we'll figure this out. And I tell, and so like, I said, I already had an interview. I'm like, yo, God's going to give me this job. Like, there's no way I'm not going to get this job. Like if God allowed for everything to happen and, and told me that it's time for us to move like he's going to give this job to me and i kid you not like we was there and two weeks after me being not being not working i got a phone call to start working on the 25th of july 2023 and you, you and now we're two hours away from vegas right two hours and so we moved uh, so when we moved to Hurricane, it was it was amazing. I had, it was a good job. I was a counselor um, for the state. I was I was working for the state, and it was it, it didn't it wasn't great paying, but it was good. You know, I didn't complain. I'm grateful, and um, I was happy. Yo. I was I was happy there. But then, in this moment where I where when I oh. When we moved, I told God, yo, I remember telling my wife, I said, yo, babe, I, we, 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 we got to I surrender. Like, we can't keep running away. We got to give in. And then I told God, I said, God, I surrender. The moment we moved, I said, God, I surrender. The moment I put those two weeks in, I said, God, I surrender. You win. I give in. And that was the beginning again of my revival and just being a minister being a, a, a obedient to, to the word of God being obedient to, to Christ you know and um we 
it was it was it was something necessary that had to happen. It was necessary for it to happen. And um um in the moment you surrender and you give yourself truly to God and allow God to take control, then that's when you realize that God is the one that is gonna take care of you no matter what. So we um so in the moment of, I said I surrender, and then immediately I started, you know, getting very intimate with Christ again. It felt like if it was like brand new, you know, it felt like it was like I just found Him again. Like it was like, damn, I found you again. And this is when I started doing Trials podcast, and um, me and my wife were going to church, and we ended up finding a church, a Baptist church over there, and. You know, God started speaking to me. God, God, God was on my ear. Not that He started speaking to me, but I started open. My ears were opened. God's always been speaking to me, but now my ears are open. And um, long story short, God revealed to me what is the true definition, the true meaning of being a Christian, a follower of Christ, is understanding that that there's a cost to it, but in that cost, we must be obedient. So, um, we in Hurricane Utah, and we might have a good job. Now, do you want to speak? Do you want to speak? She's going to speak from the side because she's feeding the girl. Well, let's see. Um... Uh, so I was working from home. She was working from home. Um, the same job that I had in Park City, just from home on a laptop. Um, and then, yeah, everything was very, everything was basically like, you know, a normal routine now. So he would work, I would work, um, such and such. And I'd stay home with the kids, obviously. So, you know, we had a routine going and everything. But once, um, once... He became um, ex- accepting, or he began accepting. Uh, we, not me. He, or you? Well, because the you're, one. you're the <laughs> you're called you're no. the one called to be a pastor. So yeah, once, but once he, he you said, conmigo, no, yeah. of course. But once you said, you know that you were, you know, whatever God want to do that. You know, may, that you're now listening, you know, your ears are open. Once that was said, that was when everything started, like, coming down. Because I'm so, still like, in the military. Started, God started, you the know. The chaplaincy, kind of, yeah. Putting things into play and, 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 like, connecting the dots, basically. So one thing would happen, then the next thing would happen. So it was a, almost a, a daily occurrence of him doing things and fulfilling things in order to put us at the point that we're at right now which is back in Vegas so it was like um, every week he was you know giving us a message or, or clarifying stuff or revealing things and so um, we would speak about it and then the Great. main thing that stuck out naturally because it was so repetitive was just 
visions or dreams of us traveling and, and coming back to Vegas and leaving. And it was different though because this time we saw ourselves leaving, but it was leaving with direction. It wasn't like us leaving without clarity and leaving on our own or um, because we decided to do so. So it was like, you know, we had someone in charge being God that was directing us this time to leave. And he was just letting us know it was going to be a safe journey, a safe trip. So, yeah. And, you know, that basically he had his hands on our life right now. And he's like, okay, don't worry. I'm going to take charge. I'm going to literally be, you know, like the pilot on this journey, this last flight. Back so, to Vegas. so yeah. So basically, everything that would happen that transpired um, to get us back here, it was because of revelations and and, and and visions and things like that, and confirmation. I pray it was definitely confirmation. Um, I'm not gonna go into too into detail about it, but basically, I liked the job that I had, and God told me to let it go and to move. He told us to move back to Vegas and to come to the same account apartment complex we left and his proof he had proof there i rather not uh put someone's information out there but um there was proof in coming back and he said that when we come back here um they're going to give us a deal uh for in this apartment complex a deal and and i'm going to take the deal and it was a hundred percent the way God has said it 100% the way he said it and basically God so we moved over here I let the job go and I liked it a lot it was amazing it was honestly the best job I've ever had and I was really sad I was and God was revealed to me like yo like the way I left Vegas is, is the same way he felt when I left um my job you know when I when I so in other words like you me leaving us leaving from Vegas that first time mm-hmm. was the same way God felt he was hurt he was sad it was the same way he felt uh, when I left the job so we ultimately listened and followed God's guidance and he brought us back here to Vegas. And since being here, you know, I mean, we haven't been here for that long, but I feel already that God has been doing wonders, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're just waiting on God's guidance to do, to go on, do what is, what's, what is next. So, and part of that, you know, as she said, I am a pastor now. Um, many people are not going to believe it, but it's true. I am a pastor. Um, thank God to the military, the chaplaincy, um, I was ordained to be a pastor, a reverend. Um, I did not expect that, and I did not, like I told you guys, I did not want it. But I was ordained to be a reverend, and, um, huh? Wait, but you got to say bye. One more time. You got to show yourself over the camera and say peace. Come on. Goodbye until next time. Peace. Sayonara. Say bye. Say bye. Mm. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm, I'm almost done, guys. But um, 
basically, yeah, um, he allowed me to, and I have my certification. It wasn't, it's not like, oh, you could print one now. No, I, I, I actually had to go through interviews and things like that. But I didn't expect to be a reverend. I thought I was going to be a minister, something simple, you know, because I needed it for the military. And God surprised me when I was in hurricane, but he confirmed it over there that this was going to happen. And so, um, through his uh, grace and glory, you know, I'm blessed to be in the position that he has given me. And it's like this position comes with a lot of weight. And um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And that's why I say, like, you know, to be, uh, you know, this is, so this is like my testimony. And I'm not, I don't hate anybody. I don't have any hatred. I don't, I'm not, I don't hate or I don't dislike anybody. And even to the people that, you know, that did hurt me at, back then, I forgave them. And they and we've spoke about it. So if anyone is interested or, or is going to say something, don't. Because they're good people, you know. Um, we, I, They came to my wedding. You know, I invited them to our wedding um, ceremony. And, um. It went well. So even my pastor, everybody, you know, I love everybody. So uh, I want to leave it there. My throat is kind of, I need water. Um, <laughs> but thank you, guys. I'm sorry about the long video, but this ha this is where I am at now. Um, I am doing Bible studies on Sundays at 7 um, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So that's um, three hours behind eastern so if it'll be 8 p.m here it'll be 11 over there i believe no no i'm tripping so it's 8 p.m eastern 5 pacific so if you guys want to do bible study or if you're interested in bible study um uh hit me up on ig um i'll put my ig in the bio and in, in, in the description uh, and i'll say it anyway it is um um Redemption by Christ. Let me show it. I'll share it to you guys so you guys can see it. Um, so this is a church. This is a church at Instagram. It's just Redemption by Christ. Uh, so if you guys can... Uh, Go there and just hit me up there. I'll, I'll be willing to give you guys some Bible study. But um, God bless you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this long video. And I appreciate you guys. May God continue guiding you. And I'll, and if you need prayer, don't hesitate to ask. I am here to pray for you and your loved ones. I love praying. Okay? Thank you guys for everything. You know? Um, so, yeah. God bless. Peace.